Oh, I thought I hit lock. Oh, tonight on the podcast, we're going to be talking about the new Batgirl images, the fact that Boba Fett sucks, a new acquisition uh, at Xbox, and much, much more. Looking forward to talking about it soon. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast, the best podcast on the interwebs. I the am best. Max. I'm Lance. And hey, you uh, your mic down, dude. You are like... Am I coming in hot? You are coming in a hot AF, bro. Coming in hot. Um, so, uh, w- was there music playing when you played the intro? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't hear anything. Well, hopefully the viewers did. I, did. I heard it yeah i didn't hear nothing otherwise when that gets put on the podcast in particular people are gonna be like what's up with the 30 seconds of silence uh, <laughs> or however long the video is we really need to get like a re- like a original intro song I like love you're that listening you to the fucking absolute geek podcast you know oh uh, man i love i love the one that one yeah yeah but it'd be cool to have um something that's that's ours like that's just the, ours that's the musician in you you just want to create yeah. something well we got the cosby wine thing at the end like that's fantastic <coughs> you know we need we need we need an intro song but dude uh you and i just got out of spider-man again yeah what what number of times is this for you three Okay, same. It's my third time. Yeah, well, I'm going to see it again tomorrow, so I'll have you beat. Yes, you will. I don't think I'm going to go see it a fourth time. But I wasn't planning on seeing it a third time, and then I was just like, I want to get out of the house. I want to go. I wasn't planning on seeing it a fourth time. Tomorrow was going to be my third time, and then we went today. I last minute sprung it on you last night. I'm like, dude, let's go. And you said, "Uh, I'm tired. Let's go tomorrow. (laughs) So that's what we did. Yeah, but my sister hasn't seen it yet. Which is amazing to me. I cannot believe that. Well, she has. She's had no one to go with. Yeah, my parents have no interest in seeing it. And I thought, uh, really, I thought your parents saw the Marvel movies. No, no. no? Okay. My dad thinks they are the dumbest shit on the planet. Mm, your dad's wrong. Yeah, he is wrong. He is wrong. <laughs> um, my dad doesn't like good movies. Like he, he. There are some good movies that he likes, but there's movies that I think are just phenomenal. In outside the superhero genre, because I don't even talk to him about those, but there's movies that I think are phenomenal, and he's like, "No, not for me." Just, just not into it. Yeah, my dad doesn't like The Office. Thinks it's the dumbest shit on the planet. Ah oh, man, The Office. But he is loves, so good. but he loves Friends. So like, I don't get it. I'm trying to think. I I know somebody who has. Wait, is it your wife that won't watch The Office? No, my wife has seen The Office more times than I've seen The Office. Okay, there's somebody I know that like they just refuse to watch The Office. Before I met you and my wife, I was like The Office is dumb. And then my wife like religiously watches it, that and Friends. I thought both of those shows were dumb. And just by osmosis, I guess, like I just started watching episodes. And I was like, "You know what? This is pretty funny." So I started it from the beginning. Yeah, The Office is great. Scrubs yeah. in the office, those are our go-tos. And then Parks and Rec is probably number three in our home. That we're just like, we re- we don't have anything new to watch. 
let's just put something on. You know? Parks and Rec is good. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I put it on the same tier as The Office. I th- like I said, it's under, but only barely. Ron Swanson, man, he's just he's my spirit animal. See, and he's not even he's not even my favorite part of that show. It's Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's really funny too. And 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 honestly, like I think the bloopers are funnier than the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Parks and Rec bloopers, yeah, I have. especially ones with Chris Pratt. They are fucking hilarious. Yeah, there was one. <laughs> he talks about comebacks. Yep, yep. When he talks about comebacks, that's the one I was thinking of. That's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, comeback stories. Uh, um, Kim Kardashian. Wait, what? Well, the video. There was, you know, come. I'm pretty on sure her she back. got come on her back. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, it's freaking hilarious. Um, but yeah, dude. So, what we're talking about? You said in the beginning, Batgirl, the new costume. We're talking about Boba Fett, Peacemaker, Microsoft, and more. Yeah, and I um speaking of Microsoft, I just before the right before I went to the movie with you, I upgraded to Windows Eleven. It's weird. Yep. It's not bad. It's just different. Wait, they give you free upgrades now? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they give you free upgrade. I they give you a free upgrade from upgrade from Windows 8 to Windows 10 as well, if I recall. It wasn't like that when I was a kid. No, it didn't used to be, but in more yeah. recent years they, they took they, they took a they took a note from the Apple book cuz Apple's been doing OS upgrades for free since the beginning. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have bought Windows 11. Windows 10 was working fine for me, and I was yeah. and I I could have got Windows 11 months ago. But I didn't want to, just because like it was new and I didn't really want to be a beta tester for it. And it's been out enough that I'm like, all right, let's let's jump in. So my thing is like with my Mac, dude, it, and my iPhone. Like every update, they change something. Like something that worked perfectly, they change it into something that I'm like, why? What was the point of changing this? Like now, um, mm-hmm. the way the the web. Uh, the internet works on my iPhone, like the back buttons and all that stuff is like different in a, in a, in like in different areas or how you get to a new tab is different. And I'm like, why, why that. it worked fine. It worked fine. Why are you changing innovation? That? That's, you know, that's what they say. We're innovating. Well, it's annoying. Stop innovating. They say it's for like productivity. And I'm like, I feel like I did things way faster than I'm doing them now. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I agree. I don't know. Hey, I'm if sure. you're watching the podcast, make sure to comment and say hello. Yeah, please. Well, let's get into some geek news. Geek news. Hell yeah. Right? Geek news. Geek news. <laughs> First on the docket, we got to talk about the Moon Knight, Moon Knight trailer, right? And it's a bummer that Matt is still on paternity leave because I know he knows more about this character than, than either you or I do. But What up, Patrick? But I'm excited about it. And based on what it little I know. It looks awesome. Based on what little I do know about the character, I'm like super confused. I'm like, wait, what's going on here? So basically, um, he, uh, so uh, Oscar Isaac's character has like a bipolar, like not bipolar, like multiple personality disorder thing. Um, And uh, his powers come from like some Egyptian temple or something. That's all I remember. And I know the one thing I did notice when I was watching the trailer is he's more like his suit is like gray. And then the comics it's white. 
Mm-hmm. So it, that caught me off. But he he's basically Marvel's version of like Batman. Yeah, and that's what I've heard him described as. And, and he doesn't. I thought he didn't have like powers really. He's just good at combat and stuff like that. But well, he know we know he has something because we see the suit kind of engulf him mm-hmm. in the trailer, right? So I mean, he has some ability. Yeah, I I don't know, dude. I th- I think it looks I think it looks intriguing. It looks interesting. Uh, I think his voice sounds weird. I was really surprised. Like, wait, what's going on? Why are you doing this? It's high very voice? polished. Like, it's like I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, it seems very sophisticated. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it seems like a child almost, but yeah, very he like seems proper. Very naive. Yeah, he's yeah. really naive. But my question is, like, if you see an image of Taskmaster right from the comics and then you see moon knight's suit like moon knight's suit is a bit closer to the comics than what taskmaster was i i just don't understand like and they're pretty similar the two this one's more of a mummified look right but the hood like the cowl and all that stuff i don't understand why they why they felt the need to change taskmaster suit so much but keep moon knight pretty similar to what it is in the comics like i don't know for decision making uh, like, can I'm gonna share my screen real quick, Matt okay. or Max? Um, let me see here. Share screen. Like, so if you look at, if you look at what he looks like in the show compared to what he looks like in the comic, like it's pretty close. Yeah, it is. You know, he looks bit like I said. He looks a bit more like a mummified version, and we kind of kind of see that. You know, we saw he goes to Egypt and all this stuff, so we 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 get the mummy connection, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of see the when he's getting his suit put on him, it kind of engulfs, engulfs him like in with uh, with uh, strands or I don't know how you would call that. Yeah, I don't know. But but like, and if you look at Task Knight or Taskmaster from Task Marvel, Moon. Sailor Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at Taskmaster from the comics, I mean, not much different. Yeah, I mean, why there's, simil- they do there's similar vibes to it, for sure. I, I don't know why they didn't do that. He looks this just looks bad. Yeah, the Captain, or the, the Black Widow version does look bad. I agree. Everyone agrees. Well, I I think everyone agrees. I haven't seen anyone that thinks otherwise. But yeah, they do Taskmaster in the Spider-Man game. They did him in Marvel's Avengers game. Like, he, of course, in the comics, like he looks really cool in all those iterations. And then the movie, yeah. not so much, but... Moon Knight like isn't a character that I've had much exposure to, really at all. Like, none of the games. No, played, no, he's, he's not a huge. And... He's not a huge character. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is there. You know, they're they're getting more into this darker. Here, I'll take this off. They're getting more into this darker realm, and we'll and we'll see it with Doctor Strange, right? They're getting more into the the dark side of the Marvel characters and Moon Knight. I mean, you got Moon Knight, you got Ghost Rider. Like those are going to be prime properties mm-hmm. for for this darker um, entry that they're going into the kind of the mystical type. Well, you know, mystical, but also like the street level, right? I mean, it's, it feels like they're trying. But you to- got like street level, like Daredevil, Luke Cage, like all the Netflix characters we saw. This has more of a mystical element, I think, mm-hmm. than you know, I mean, than those. Yeah. Yes, but I don't know. I, you know, I don't even want to say too much. I will just sound like an idiot. I don't know enough about Moon Knight to like 
say a lot. I just, I think the trailer looks interesting. I'm glad we finally have a release date. I had a feeling Moon Knight was going to be the first one that we got this year. And now it's going to be yeah. March 30th. March 30th. I'm excited for She-Hulk, dude. I think She-Hulk has the potential to be really weird, judging by what we saw in the trailers. Mm-hmm. And really and fun. It, yeah, I agree. And I love that uh, actress, Tatiana, whatever her name is. She's really great. So... I'm yeah, she's good. She was she wasn't my pick for the character, but I know, I know. But she um, was really good. Like I loved her, and um, I still haven't finished that show. But dang it, it's on Amazon uh, Orphan Black. Orphan Black, that's the one. So if you like her, you should watch um, Perry Mason on HBO because mm-hmm. she yeah. uh, she plays like a religious zealot that thinks that she's like the second coming of Christ. And uh, Perry Mason's a really good like gritty show. But uh, she does a really good job on that. I mean, she's not bad. I mean, she just wasn't my first pick. Yeah, she kind of came out of nowhere. Like, all the casting rumors that we heard, and then they announced her. It was like, it kind of came out of nowhere, I, th- I feel like. It, yeah. It, it, it wasn't expected, for sure. Like, for years, Allison Brie was, like, attached to the, you know, rumored to be accepting a role into the Marvel universe. And I love Alison Brie. You know, if you're a fan of community, how can you not love Alison Brie? Yeah. She's, she's awesome. Yeah. But I don't know what's next. What's next is something that like shocked me like crazy this week. Xbox. Not Microsoft, really me. Is that weird? A little bit. Microsoft bought Activision blizzard. Like why, why weren't you shocked by this? Okay, so I guess I was shocked by who they purchased, but I was expecting some big acquisition because Xbox has kind of been, as far as in the realm of exclusives, Xbox has kind of been um, uh, beaten down by PlayStation, right? PlayStation kind of has the corner market on exclusives, right? They got God of War, they got Last of Us, they got Uncharted, they got... um, you know, just amazing, amazing games that they're that they're getting exclusive. It's part of the reason why I bought a PS5 before I bought the Xbox, right? I was expecting Microsoft to make a big wave. And there's, you know, I know you, you put it on our notes. Uh, there's a rumor that, that it's going to be, that they're going to keep it cross-platform. But this just, op- you know, it brings a lot of talent into where they can start developing some. I, I guarantee there's going to be some Activision exclusives for xbox maybe not big games like call of duty although if microsoft really wanted to piss off a ton of people you know and get people buying their system they'd make call of duty a um exclusive (coughs) sorry they might they like so who knows what they're gonna do so sony has been getting marketing deals with call of duty for a while and um I'm sure that they still have marketing deals, you know, for several years. So I don't think Call of Duty is leaving PlayStation anytime soon. I'm sure for the next. Well, three, I think they had like years. a five or ten year contract or something like that. Like it's, it, it's going to be there for a while. But whether or not um, those contracts yeah. get, get, re, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Reupped, renewed. Re- renewed, yes, renewed. Um, that's a whole nother question. Yeah, and I don't know how long those contracts are. I don't know if five to ten years is correct. But like Phil Spencer, CEO of of gaming, is what his new title is now, um, or CEO of Xbox, something like that. Anyway, he he's um, he was just saying that 
they have the intention to honor any existing contracts and they have a desire to keep um, Call of Duty on PlayStation or something like that. Now, oh, they'd be dumb not to, but also they'd I, be smart to. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, I think I think Call of Duty will stay for a while, but I think I think when the contracts are up, it might go exclusive. But here's what I really want to see happen. Call of Duty comes out every single year. I'm not a big Call of Duty guy. Like I enjoy the campaigns. I have played nearly every Call of Duty campaign. <clears throat> like Black Ops 2 and this one, the most recent one, Vanguard, I think are the only two. Maybe the original Call of Duty, but like I've played pretty much every Call of Duty campaign. I enjoy them. I think they're a lot of fun. But I'm trying to find a list of their of their IP, like it's pretty much on the screen right now. Like they have more IP than what's on the screen, but Overwatch, Diablo, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy Crush, Candy Crush, Starcraft, Tony Hawk. Those are those are so Activision IP. Here's a big one. Okay. One that's exclusive to Sony, which I think it's a joint thing with Naughty Dog, but they own Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. yeah and that sure. was for years. That was Sony's like, that was Mario to Nintendo. Crash Bandicoot was yeah. to Sony. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot, I think, has been on Xbox for a while, though. Maybe I'm wrong. The new ones really are on Xbox? Them. I think so, but I, I don't know. I don't play those. I don't play that series. I'm not really into platformers. Well, in the Uncharted Uncharted Four, you get to play Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, that's true. In the game. Yeah, yeah, that's the, actually the most Crash Bandicoot I've played. Is what you play in Uncharted Four. <laughs> um, so anyway, the point I was trying to make is that Call of Duty comes out every year. I feel like it's way oversaturated, and I think it's time to give it a break. I don't know if they will because it's cash cow, and that's probably a huge part of why they're buying Activision Blizzard to begin with. But I would love it if one of these studios, maybe, uh, which one would it be? Sledgehammer Games or something. Like maybe one of the three studios that works on Call of Duty, put them on a new IP or something. Or like give us something original. Like there hasn't been a new IP at Activision since Overwatch, which came out in 2015. And I can't remember the last new IP before that. Like they just don't release new ideas really. And I'd like to get somebody new on, like, now that they've got these things, I'd like, I'd, I'd like to see them get somebody new on the Halo series. I mean, the 343 did a great job on Halo Infinite, but that's the, that's a good point, though. Like, these guys are great with gunplay. Like, say what you want about Call of Duty. It usually feels really good to, like, shoot a gun. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they can help with, with uh, you know, Halo's combat once they get brought into the fold. Maybe that's something that they will do. I don't know. So I was just looking at some of the other companies that are under the the Activision Blizzard title. So they have Treyarch mm-hmm. and Black Infinity Ops. Ward, which is which is Call of Duty, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Treyarch makes the Black Ops games. Infinity Ward makes the um, Modern Warfare games. And then Sledgehammer isn't really known for. They make Call of Duty as well, but they've they 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 aren't like associated with a franchise of games. Within Call of Duty. Well, the uh, the uh, oh, with Call of Duty, yeah, the they're with Tony Hawk though, right? Uh, I don't think Sledgehammer made Tony Hawk. That was High Moon Studios. I think. Oh, I thought you were talking about Treyarch. Sorry, I got confused. That was NeverSoft, which NeverSoft got merged into something else. I think. Yeah, I thought High Moon did the remaster though. That's my understanding. Oh, so they own Destiny too? No, now. not anymore. Huh? Nope. 
No, they don't. Uh, that would have been cool. Well, I don't know if it would have been cool. So I think it was two, maybe three years ago that Activision let Destiny Bungie break off. So Bungie is an independent studio. They are not owned by Activision. Oh, that sucks for Microsoft. It would be cool to bring Bungie back into the fold, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I wonder I wonder how that would have gone. Because Bungie really has wanted to be independent for a long time. And I think they're better off that way. So Kyle's in the chat saying that he's turning 17 on Monday. That's crazy, buddy. 17. Oh. Getting, Getting old. old, man. Your balls drop yet? <laughs> i don't know so like it's weird because this is a huge acquisition it, it costs microsoft like they're planning on spending 68.7 billion dollars on this so like nearly 70 billion dollars and bethesda that they bought like last 20 in 2020 and then finalized last year was like seven and a half billion so it's like what a hundred times more expensive in bethesda crazy like Call of Duty's huge. Like, uh, like even when their games suck, people buy those games, right? And Overwatch yeah. is pretty big too, right? Uh, but Kyle says his balls haven't dropped yet. That's, wow, that's crazy, buddy. Uh, See a doctor. So, See a doctor. Bethesda makes what? Help me out here. Bethesda makes the Elder Scrolls games. So Skyrim, uh, Doom is under the Bethesda umbrella. Um, Wolfenstein, uh, Far Cry. Not Far Cry. That's Ubisoft. Um, what was I just thinking of? Not Far Cry. Fallout. That's the one I was thinking of. Oh, Fallout's huge. Yeah, yeah. Bethesda was a huge acquisition. That yeah. was huge. Like when when that was purchased, that was cool. And I'm that's that's what the point I was going getting at is this is like a hundred times more expensive than Bethesda, but I am way more interested in the Bethesda acquisition than I am in this. Like, I don't play really any Blizzard games. Like my brother has tried to get me to play World of Warcraft. Like he wants mm. me to play so badly he'll pay my subscription. I just I don't. There's like a it. subscription. Yeah, there's a subscription for World of Warcraft. It's like 15 a month, maybe 10 a month or something like that. Was it like that forever? Yeah, it's been like that for like ever. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I know it's, that. I mean, World of Warcraft, it's not a bad game. It's just I'm not huge into MMOs and it's it's old. Like the combat's really outdated. And, um, I did enjoy StarCraft back in the day, but I, I don't think they've released a new StarCraft game in like 20 years. It's been a long Starcraft, time. StarCraft was the one... Um, where you build like colonies, right? Yeah, it was or, World of Warcraft in space, or it was Warcraft in space. So is that like Ages of Empire? Yeah. Is it the same kind of? Okay, so that's what I played when I was a kid. Yeah, that Ages like top down Empire. strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Diablo is another one of their franchises. I've never really been into. What's that. up, Kyle? Overwatch is a fun little game. Like I, I like Overwatch, but it's I just I'm not like into these games. But Bethesda's got Skyrim and Doom and. I'm not really in a doom, but like Wolfenstein, I am, and and the Fallout series is cool, and I, that's a big acquisition. I'm really excited about. I don't know what Activision brings to the table that Xbox didn't already have, so I'm not like. It's just it's a weird acquisition. They have plans. Microsoft's not dumb, dude. Well, no, I, I know, I know, and these IP are huge. So obviously, that alone, that's probably why they're buying them. But it's just. Bethesda they bought so that they would be, they could be able to say look at this we've got these amazing RPGs and we've got even more shooters on our on our docket you know with Doom and Wolfenstein but this it's like well you've already got Halo and Gears and Doom and Wolfenstein and and they've got um, the, per the Perfect Dark game that's going to be a shooter coming out so now they own Call of Duty like well, they're they coming out with Perfect yet, Dark but, again yeah they're doing a reboot of Perfect Dark the one with the Golden Eye levels. Yeah, it was similar to Goldeneye back in the day. What's up, Kyle? Thanks for coming in. The so chat. the original Perfect Dark 
all the levels in Perfect Dark are the GoldenEye levels. Oh, are they? You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're all. It's all the same. No, I did. I it's did not a, know that. They shot for like, shot, the same. They just reskinned it. I don't. I don't know why they did that, but uh, <laughs> um, is it eighteen to smoke weed? I don't know. I thought it was like twenty-one, but maybe it is eighteen. I thought it was twenty-one. I don't know. He probably knows. He's probably looking forward to it. So, <laughs> um, dude, those ages went out a long time ago. Dude, I turned thirty-seven in in a month and a half, dude. Right, Max? Month and a half? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I turned 37, so I, I have no idea what the legal age for anything is. I know, right? Like, I'm, we're too old now because <laughs> drinking age is 10, 15 years ago. And <laughs> even like the next, the, the next milestone after drinking age is I can rent a car. I think that's 25. And we're well yeah. past that. So, my, I, I didn't even care about that. My next, you know what, you know what we're looking My next, next milestone is retirement. I was going to say early, early bird, early bird discounts and, uh, <laughs> uh yeah, like uh, 59 or whatever it is. The 55, yeah. 55 plus Denny's menu. That's next okay. on the docket. So, Kyle, uh, the other Kyle, okay, what do we, we have quantum and we have Kyle. Okay. Let's just set this record right. straight quantum and Kyle. So, Kyle says, I'm old pretty sure kyle's older than me yes yes he is like kyle has teenagers living in his home (laughs) pretty sure um okay so one final thing to say about this do not be surprised if this is not if there is another acquisition on the horizon yeah you think they'll do another one another big one though not probably not 70 billion but 10 billion yeah, I mean, I, I could see them acquiring something else, but I don't even know that. Like, I feel like as far as big acquisitions go, Kermit, Kermit's my might... po- my Funko buddy. He's on the he's on the podcast. Hey, what's up, Kermit? But like, I don't know that they could get away with another big acquisition. I feel like that would get blocked, like by government regulations. It depends. If, like, I if mean... they were to, like if they were to buy EA after this or or Ubisoft or something, like I don't know. Well, there was a rumor that. Microsoft was gunning for EA a few years ago, weren't they? That would be I think that would be bigger than this. EA? Uh, I think maybe. I'd probably EA owns all the sports contracts. Yeah. Like doesn't EA make Madden? Yeah, EA does Madden. Madden's huge. Madden's 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 like So that's the thing. So that's what I was that's what I was gonna say about this acquisition. I don't even feel like this acquisition <laughs> is for like, Kyle says his kids are older than Quantum. <laughs> yeah. So this acquisition is interesting to me because like I'm not super interested in a lot of these games. And I know that like some hardcore gamers are, but like Call of Duty is the game that non-gamers play. Like people that wouldn't mm-hmm. really call themselves gamers, they might buy that every year, just like they Madden. buy Madden. Madden yeah. is the game that non-gamers play. Yes, Madden and Call of Duty, I think both. Those are both in that. that but I think Madden even more so. Like I think there's people. Madden and FIFA, depending on where you live in the world, yeah. Yeah, and FIFA doesn't EA make FIFA? They Does... do. FIFA Goof. outsells Madden every single year because more people The play global. Soccer. Yeah. And it's global. Like Madden is not a global thing. Like FIFA yes. definitely is. EA would be. EA might cost more than this. Maybe. Maybe. Because, dude, they also make Need for Speed, right? That's a that's a pretty big franchise. I mean, not as EA? big as it was. I'm pretty sure it's EA. 
I think I think you're right. Electronic Arts, right? Is what yeah, it is. and they also own Respawn, who made um, Jedi Fallen Order and the Titanfall games and Apex Legends. So yeah, EA has a bunch of a bunch of big studios as well. Uh, Mass Effect is under yeah. is under EA. The Bio, uh, so Bioware, you know, and uh, Dragon mm-hmm. Age. I would have I would have been much more excited about an, EA, about an EA acquisition than Activision, but I the don't. Sims. Think, I don't think they could get away with it. I don't think they could buy EA and Activision. But maybe I'm I don't wrong. know, man. I don't know. Um, they own Rock Band, Sims, Madden, the, well, all the sports with Activision, games. Activision with Activision, Xbox now owns Guitar Hero. Not that that's going to yeah. come back. <laughs> Dude, well let's let's move on to, to a new topic. If they did buy it, they've got to make another NBA Jam. NBA oh, Jam. If they was bought the EA, shit. oh yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. NBA Jam was awesome. Tetris, nice. Well, yeah. let's let's, uh, let's, move, let's, let's go move on. on into a review. Let's talk about the latest episode of the Book of Boba Fett and our little intro. I said we were going to talk about how bad the show sucks. This episode was not as bad as episode three in my book. But it still wasn't like amazing. What did you think about it, Lance? Uh, I disagree. I don't think it was that good. No, I, said only it was, thing... I said it was better than the third episode, and that wasn't a good episode. What happened in the third episode? <laughs> that was when they had the speeder bikes that looked like Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, this one was better. This one was better. Because this one has um, Black Chewbacca. I always forget his name. Yeah, uh, where he rips off some dude's arm. That was pretty awesome. But um, the only, like, besides that, like, that violent scene was pretty cool. The only thing that this episode did, and we don't know even know if it did it, is by the end of, oh, good, you have the spoiler warning up. By the end of the episode, the butler rope, drone droid comes in and says, oh, congratulations, master, you're fully healed, which means, hopefully, you know, deductive reasoning. Flashbacks that should be the old. last we see him in the water tank. <laughs> no, I do not want any more flashbacks, man. Like, this show is hard to follow sometimes with the amount of flashbacks. It reminds me of Arrow. Like, flashbacks yeah. just to have flashbacks. Yeah, there were. there's a lot of, uh, yeah, there's a lot of flashbacks. But, I don't know, Arrow was like, that was just built into the show. Like, it was meant to be like that, you know? It was cool, like, the first and second season, and then it just got really old. It did start start to get old. Yeah, like, they go back to the island, and then they, oh, my gosh, dude. I'm like, okay, we get it. He was on an island. Can we move on, please? (laughs) We get that Boba Fett was in the desert for 100 years. Can we move on? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I I think the flashbacks are over because they finally caught up to Mando season two. Like they didn't show Mando, but they showed him getting his ship, and then you know. Oh yeah, and and killing the whatever the guy was the the other king or whatever. What do they call yeah, it? Yeah, da- data, yeah. Data, Data, or Dota. Daimyo. What do they call it? Daimyo. Yeah, I just this show is not very exciting. I'm really hoping the next two episodes are better. I just is there only it, two left? I think so. I think there's only six. Episodes. Don't hold your breath. Don't hold your breath, bro. I'm so not, I texted hoping. you. I watched it the first time, and you had watched it too. Oh no! There, I think and there's I, eight episodes. Let me double check. So and then I said, and I said, Max, I'm going to watch it again to figure out if I like this show or not because I cannot put my finger on it. I watched it again. And I said, Oh, that was a waste of time. <laughs> All right. So there's seven episodes. So we've got three left. 
I, I, I just yeah, don't I know. Agree. I watched I this episode while I was working because I'm just like, I don't even care to like fully pay attention anymore. I um, really wanted to get better. I just think like they're having like great success with the Marvel universe in general, right? Because there's such a collective wealth of characters, right? in the Marvel universe that they're trying that same, that same, uh, uh, structure in the star Wars universe. And there's some things that we just don't need to see. Right. And I think it's because the star Wars universe compared to the Marvel universe, these, these characters are, are so beloved, right? When Iron Man came out, like, um, you know, like regular people didn't know who Iron Man really was. Right. Like, yeah. didn't know I who think, Captain America really was. Didn't know who yeah. Thor really was. Like, there wasn't this, like, history. Probably, yeah. yeah, there wasn't this history attached to it. Now they're the biggest characters in the in the world, right? Like, everybody knows who Iron Man is. Everybody knows Captain sure. America. But with Star Wars, like, Boba Fett is cherished. Han Solo is cherished. Like, all these characters are cherished. It's no secret that the one movie they did, Rogue One which featured a bunch of characters that nobody really knew is the best one that that Disney's come out with since they purchased Star Wars. Like I would say Rogue One is better than Mandalorian and Mandalorian's great and Mandalorian has the same thing going for it that Rogue One does where nobody knew these characters. Yep. Really. They're bringing in known characters but it's not the focus. The focus is on a new character. I agree. I I I totally agree with you that that's why Mando is better. I think there's like the problem with, with Boba Fett is there are, what, 50 years almost of expectations around this character mm-hmm. that we knew nothing about, really, because he had, like, five mm-hmm. lines in the whole trilogy. I mean, we knew some because he's in the Clone Wars cartoon and he's a little bitch. I hate him in that show. He's so annoying. But, like, you don't know a lot about Boba Fett, and so now they're getting letting us get to know him, and most people are like, this isn't what I imagined in my head all these years. Plus, there were some non-canon books about him that he's more stoic and he's way more bad A and they just they're not. He doing talks what a little bit too much. Like yeah. I feel like I feel like Mandalorian, the Mandalorian is more is closer to the character of Boba Fett than Boba Fett is now. Oh yeah, Mando's way more like what people expected Boba Fett to be. Mando Boba Fett and like Han Solo were supposed to be like rivals because they're actually very similar and mm-hmm. han solo isn't like one i mean he talks his way out of things but like they're supposed to be these shoot first ask questions later kind of people and i don't know that's it's not i don't know they softened his edges like i'm not even that familiar with with star wars in general right like and i even know that boba fett is a little soft in this show i'm more interested in agent may i don't know her name in the show, I can't remember. But she's Agent May. Fennec, thank you. I'm more interested in her character than I am the rest of the crap that's going on. Yeah, she's an interesting character. And she was she was actually in the Bad Batch cartoon. It was fun to see her in that. Get to mm-hmm. know her a little bit more. She's yeah, she's great. But there's not all these years of expectations surrounding her, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So like I know and 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 you might be opposite to this, but I know Tyler, who's a big Star Wars fan. When Ahsoka Tano, did I say it right? Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. Dude, I'm getting closer every time. You're getting better. <laughs> when she came out, he was like, no, I don't like this. When yeah, she came I out, Mando. 
I liked it, but I I understand Tyler. Tyler's a lot of Tyler's complaints were like she, from what I remember, were that she didn't fight quite the same as she did in the Clone Wars, and I agree. Like she was way she was way slower and she didn't look quite right, but I understand why. Like they wanted to go for like more of a samurai style on that episode of Mando, and yeah. they also like they couldn't do as long of tentacles and have her do stunts. So like yeah, she didn't look quite quite right in live action so tyler has a problem separating cartoon from live action essentially i mean a a little bit like at the same time i get where he's coming from i'm just i was a little more forgiving i thought it was a cool episode but i do i thought it was cool but i don't have the expectations attached yeah you don't i would like to see better stunts in the future but tyler has said or other people other people's complaint in that episode of mando was that she went up against this lady who as far as we know, really isn't that well-trained and, like, almost lost. When Ahsoka, like, she defeated Darth Maul. So it just, it was weird that, like, this person could stand up to her. But in my mind, I'm like, well, we're just trying to add tension to the episode. She had to be able to stand up to Ahsoka. Otherwise, that would have been boring. So it just doesn't bother me. For I really reasons. think they need, like, I love John Favreau. And John Favreau is listed as a writer or producer or something for this, right? Because I see his name. In the credits yeah, all the time. Yeah, maybe executive producer or something. They need to get like George Lucas or somebody in there just to be like kind of, I don't know, but maybe he can't be trusted either because he came out with the prequels and aren't really loved that much too, it's, right? Well, that's what's funny. The prequels are getting so much more love now. Yeah. Like, and now that the in sequels hindsight. are out, the people are like, oh, the sequels suck, but the prequels are great. I'm like, bro, 10 years ago, you said the sequels were garbage. <laughs> the prequels were garbage yeah yeah i've always liked yeah. the prequels so i i don't feel as uncomfortable you know saying good things about them but uh, well i've always enjoyed revenge of the sith phantom menace and and attack of the clones are kind of bad movies but i still like watching them i just they're star wars they're fun to watch see and i get a lot of hate because i'm not a star wars fan i think jar jar is hilarious jar jar is <laughs> awful can i boot you <laughs> don't boot me I'm you're the only one you. on here let's, let's Let's move on though. We're being real. We're being real uh, negative. We don't have anything hey, else. Hey, speaking of you, you made a mention of Darth Maul. Isn't there a Darth Maul show coming out? Uh, not or something I, with Darth Maul. Not that I'm aware of. He okay. was in the Han Solo movie at the very end, but I don't know that he's. I thought they were teasing anything. something going on with Darth Maul, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, all right. I we got to talk. Oh, is about it a this. game? Is it a game? Not that I'm aware of. So moving on to our next topic, we're going to talk a little bit about DC for a bit. Actually, the rest of the show is DC. I just realized because okay, yeah. we're reviewing Peacemaker. Darth Maul is reportedly being developed by Disney+. Plus. This was on June 3rd. Oh. I knew I read something about it. Okay, continue. Sorry. I don't was... care to see that. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> I love Darth Maul, but I'm like, I feel like we've seen enough of him. I think it's okay to, to take a break from Darth Maul. So the Batman is supposedly going to be like two hours and 55 minutes. That's long. Is that with credits? Are they considering... So that includes credits and credits are what? Usually about 10 minutes? Yeah. So it's two hours and like 45 minutes, two hours and 40 minutes, depending on how long credits are. How long was Spider-Man? I can't remember the runtime, but it's close to three hours as well. I think it's probably two hours and 45 minutes with credits. Like this is... This isn't confirmed. There was a, there's like an IMAX that listed it as two hours and 55 minutes. And then there's another place that listed it as like two hours and 47 minutes or something like that. So it's like, it could be, 
we don't know. Would it's you over like the two and a half hour mark. We can pretty Probably. much we yeah. can pretty much say that it's over the two and a half hour mark. I don't know. It depends. Like that's impossible to say, man. Like remember when they came out, Endgame was three hours long. It's like what the fuck are they gonna do for three hours? Yeah, you know what great. I mean. Yeah, and it was great. But I remember the whole thing was like, oh, don't bring in any soda or or anything, like, because it's a long movie. Like people were kind of bitching about it. Yeah, you know. Now yeah, we've no kind of gotten used to three hour movies. I don't know. We have, but No Way Home was two hours and twenty eight minutes. I don't know why I thought it was like three hours. That's not. That's not really. And no Way close. Home feels long. I don't think so. I think it feels great. No, I I, like... I'm not saying that's bad. Like it just feels long. Like there's so much happening. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. I don't know. I love I love long movies. It's just always something I've really enjoyed. It just like depends. Carnage. Carnage yeah. is ninety minutes, and I'm like, the movie. Oh, sucked, I remember. I wasn't, I wasn't that mad, but I'm like, the movie's over. What the heck? I remember when you and I went and saw it. I was like, dude, is that it? Like, there was nothing. Like no tease well, like, for Morbius. There was no t- like. Yeah. Well, you could tell. You, know, you can tell when a movie's wrapping up, and so like we were getting into the third act, and I'm like, yeah, this is already the third act. What the heck? Like, I just, I'm just, it was weird. Uh, that movie's hot garbage, dude. Yeah, but anyway, I I like this idea. I'm, I'm down to see a long Batman movie so long as it's good. Yeah, Maybe that's what, Batman. that's really the kicker, right? Like, if they fill it with, uh, again, a bunch of, like, you know, shit we've seen before. That they, you know, because I would say that, that that's the one, the primary beef. Well, no, I. Uh, let me let me reorganize my thoughts. In Batman versus Superman, they showed all the prehistory to Batman in the opening credits, right? Mm-hmm. And then you don't talk about it anymore. Like it doesn't focus a lot of time on it, which I loved. Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man trilogy, they don't even get into the Ben Parker stuff, and I think that's intentional. Like, uh, I think we're gonna find out about Ben Parker later. Yeah. Um, but they don't even get into that. You just you just you have spider-man right no spider bite there's nothing he references that stuff but mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know if i have to watch another batman movie where i see his parents die again and him go into training mode and uh, why i don't think we're going to or if we do it's going to be brief because my understanding is this is like year three one hours batman. does not tell me it's going to be brief <laughs> well <laughs> I mean the explanation of how he became Batman is going to be brief because my understanding is that this is like a year into his career and, or maybe even less, but I don't know. It's not like, I don't think it's supposed to be an origin. It's supposed to be a, this is early on Batman. That's why his I hope so. isn't like a tank and like super cool. And that's why his armor maybe doesn't look quite as good as maybe you've seen in other movies. Um, I think, yeah, it, I think looks it looks badass. Really cool. I think it looks great. Yeah. I, I don't know. The, I'm, that's I'm all I'm saying. Like, I hope that you're right about the about the the intro stuff being brief. But a nearly three hour movie tells me uh, don't hold your breath. But right. I hope I'm I hope I'm wrong because the trailer looks awesome. Like, I haven't been this excited for a Batman movie in a very long time. You know, since The Dark Knight Rises, probably, which was a. I don't want to say let down. It just wasn't as good as the dark Knight. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. It wasn't. I, I really enjoyed just, the dark Knight rises, but I get you're right. The dark Knight's a better movie. 
Like it tapers off, oh, right? Yeah. And they yeah. and they did and they did some things in the Dark Knight Rises that you're just like, what? Why? Like Robin is not Robin, and Bane was kind of not Bane, <laughs> not the Bane I know at least. But uh, you know, I, it's been a while since I've been excited for a Batman movie to come out, and and I was one of the naysayers on this movie when when they announced Robert Pattinson. As Bruce Wayne, I said that movie's gonna blow, you know. But the trailer you know, looks cool. You bring you you're talking, and it got me realizing we've had a lot of Batman recently, obviously, with Titans and Batman v Superman and Justice League and the Snyder Cut of Justice League. But we haven't yeah. had a true solo Batman movie in now ten years, as of this year. Mm-hmm. So you know, I guess that's not like because I kept thinking, man, we are oversaturated with Batman. And I'll still say we are, but it has been 10 years since the Dark Knight Rises. That's, you know, that's a chunk of time. I would say Spider-Man is getting up there, but Spider-Man's like... He's so good. It's had like a... Like, even if you you just remove the Amazing Spider-Man 2, which many people agree is not that great of a movie, right? Every other movie in Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire isn't isn't that bad once you watch it all these years later right yes it is it's so bad it's it's bad like it's i'm not trying to say it's um see i feel that way about the amazing spider-man 2 <laughs> i'd much rather watch spider-man 3 than the amazing spider-man 2 and there's some dumb parts in spider-man 3 but we haven't had like these long periods of of uh just uh, mediocre you know mediocre spider-man films right and you could almost put spider-man and batman in like that same boat like they've been recreated so many times Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know i don't understand like my one reservation about this movie is i want to see all these heroes together and this movie kind of tells you that's not going to happen right i want to see batman and superman in the justice league like i want that but they're going back to their old roots, I guess. I, I agree. I want to see the Justice League as well, but you never know, dude. You never know. Like they could they could multiverse this crap and merge universes, or they could start over with a brand new Justice League with if Robert Pattinson's movie, like, you know, if it makes like seven hundred and fifty million dollars or something, there might be some all right, let's build if a universe. If it doesn't make if it doesn't make that kind of money, I don't think we'll see another Batman movie for a while. Well, if it tanks, yeah, probably not. I mean, we'll get the Batman in the Flash, right? Yeah, we but know that. a Batman solo movie, it'll be a long time. Yeah. You know, I hope it does well, and I hope it's good. I have a lot of faith in Matt Reeves. The Planet of the Apes trilogy is phenomenal one of my favorite film trilogies like ever like planet of the apes is damn good and if you last, haven't seen it you need to go watch it right now that last movie is so good it's so good it's just all three are good but the last one is just phenomenal but yeah so i have a lot of faith in matt reeves um we'll see yeah comes out what march 4th this one yep march 4th and then keaton something that some we- keaton some series please Keaton oh, solo Keaton. series. I don't know if he wants to do that, man. I don't know that I want to see that unless it's like a Batman Beyond 
I want to see Batman Beyond. I want to see Terry McGinnis in the black and red suit with old man Bruce. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, if Michael Keaton was old man Bruce in that scenario. Yeah, Yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Or even a show on HBO Max. Like, why is that not a property that they're tackling? I don't get it. Well, they might. They might be tackling it and we just don't know it. But I want it dark like Peacemaker. Not not so like but I want that darkness like Peacemaker. You know? Really? I, I would the, expect Terry McGinnis Batman Beyond to be a little bit brighter. I don't want it to be a kid show. So why Terry McGinnis? Is that what you're asking Sticks? Yeah, that's literally what he asked. I I just think that that story's awesome with old man Bruce like that and it might be my affinity for the Batman animated series and Batman Beyond kind of seems like that continuation of that show. Spin off. Yeah. And and that might be why I like it. I just I don't know. And it may be Will Friedle who does the voice of Terry McGinnis that I love so much. I'm not that familiar with the comic book, but I just remember that show being really um just kind of inventive and stuff and seeing and seeing Bruce in a different light than what we've seen him like 50 million times over kind of this grumpy old man that has to like tutor. I don't know. It's just different. It's a different spin. I've said it many times before that I just, um, Terry Terry McGinnis is the character. character. Yeah. Terry McGinnis is the character. Right. Am I getting that name right? Maybe we're getting the last name wrong. Now we're both going to Google, right? Batman Beyond. <laughs> yeah, I'm, pull, I'm pulling it. from the. I'm pulling from. No, it's Terry McGinnis. Okay, I thought you were right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so, yeah, I, I think it'd be really cool to see a Batman Beyond series. I'm I'm a big proponent for let's get the other versions of these characters. You know, we saw Spider-Man again today, and there's that line in there where Electro's like, "I was really, I, I really wish there was a black Spider-Man out there." Let's Vom get Miles. Red. Let's do it. It's just it's just spam, Lance. It's fine. I'll boot him. Is it? Yes. Definitely. All right. Let's talk about Batgirl. Literally last Friday, I think right before we went on air, they released an image of the HBO Max movie coming out with uh, Leslie Jones. Oh, this is a movie? Mm-hmm. And this her suit looks like that? Yeah. You don't like it? No. I like it. Looks it looks like CW. Uh, is, is it, oh, it's supposed to be coming out. Leslie Grace is her name. Okay. I said Leslie Jones. But. That looks like a CW suit. We just saw Batman with Robert Pattinson. His suit looks so badass. And then we see this. His suit no. does look much better than, than this. I had no idea this was a movie. I thought it was a CW show or something akin to that. No, it's an HBO Max movie. And it's, that suit looks stupid then. <laughs> it's supposedly coming out this year. No. Nope. Supposedly. I do like that she has the red hair. That's cool. I like the red hair. Um, I Well, not I think, red like Batwoman has the red hair, but like the brunette like Yeah, I I think it looks like I think it's a cool costume. It's it, to me it looks like it's homemade. And that's I think that's cool cuz you know, she's probably not pulling off of Bruce's resources necessarily and she's making it on her own. Uh, it looks like something that's homemade. I would um, I would hope that we get an evolution of it. Like there's some other cool, you know, Batgirl costumes. I mean, shoot, let's just go to Google and, and put Batgirl on there. 
Oh, here we go. I already I already found one. I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen here really quick because um, here we go. Batgirl, this costume. I love this one. Here, this might be a little bit bigger. It's a little bit bigger image of it. I think that's a really cool Batgirl costume, and I think that this is pulling vibes from it. Um, the the one that's going to be in the movie, but I think the the color of of this Batgirl costume, where she's got the cell phone and everything, is a little bit a little bit better looking. But I don't think you're going to get something like this one here, the real boobalicious, like just no. like that's, that's deviant art. That's yeah, a yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah I know. Fan did that. But I don't know. I mean, you look at this this animated art right here. I mean. That's, that looks better than the the thing you just showed me. The, the thing looks way too padded and like, uh, like biker like motorcycle jacket. Yeah, but the styles are are similar. I don't know. I like it. I think it's kind of cool. Mm. To me, it does not scream movie quality. When you think about, when okay, you, I'll you, I'll be honest. I saw it and I thought it was for a TV show. I will acknowledge that. It is when I looked up this logo, this logo, I typed Batgirl TV show. Just judging by the picture. I thought it was a CW show. Yeah, it's not. It's a movie. I believe you. <laughs> I'm just saying that the image makes what made me think otherwise. And that's not a good thing. You know, it looks like it looks like a like Stephen Amell suit. Like it's in the same vein. Yeah, I get it. I, I I like it overall. It's not perfect. I'm hoping that they get they get something a little bit better throughout the movie, but I'm maybe just that's maybe wishful thinking on my part. And it I says don't think that's homemade. But... Like I was just looking at an enlarged picture of this, and like the helmet. Like, how would you make that at home? I don't know. I mean, it's like just looks like it's just spandex. Let's just be grateful that she doesn't look like Alicia Silverstone's Batgirl, who <laughs> uh, has a little bit too much um, extenuation on the breasticles. Well, and she just looks silly, but everyone in that movie looks silly. Yes. Her yeah, face looks, right here makes it look like she doesn't even want to be there. She looks dumb. And the, and the fact that she doesn't have the, you know, the bat mask and the cowl and all that like no. Nah. Alicia Silverstone's Batgirl is not. But look not at good. look at like the threading on this suit and stuff. Mhm. Mm like how cheap yeah. that looks. Like the picture you just showed me reminds me of the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, should we get into Peacemaker? Yes, that's what I'm excited to talk about. Let me remove this. Oh, you did it. Sorry. You're good. Go ahead. <laughs> well, before we do, a reminder to support your local comic book store. Yeah, do it. Do it now. Spend lots of money there. We don't we don't have top five comics because Matt's not here, but we always like to put that reminder out there. All right, let's uh, talk about CW. Uh, I just want to address the 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 comment that Sticks just said. Um. What did Sticks say? CW has a, has an excellent ability. Well, not so much lately. They've had a really good ability of introducing a character with a great first season, right? The Flash season one was great. Arrow season one was great. Um, Legends of Tomorrow even season one was great. They've gone downhill. Like Batwoman is not a good show, and it's never been a good show. Um, what are some other ones that they've come out with? Supergirl was kind of dumb from the get-go. 
Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Flash. Legend Girl season one or Legends of Tomorrow season one is awesome. Batwoman. Yeah, I brought that one up. I'm just done. I know you like you like Superman and Lois though. Superman and Lois is awesome, but I definitely don't think they can sustain it for long. It's kind of why I wish it would just get moved. There's been a rumor that CW is up for sale. The network. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if that happens, then the CW would lose some of these intellectual properties from the DC universe. Um, if they move Superman and Lois to HBO Max, I think it would be much better because HBO Max has been knocking out of the park. Speaking, you know, with this being, um, this being Exhibit A, in my opinion, yeah, I, I think this is the best DC show I have ever seen, hands down. It's better than Doom Patrol. It's better than Titans, and we're only four episodes in, and it's been phenomenal. I like. I think that the cast is great. There's not one person on this cast that that I think has been miscast, right? And speaking of Vigilante, when they first they got five episodes in and then switched the actor, right, and reshot all his shots, so it wasn't even their first choice. And he's my favorite part of the show. And if he's you don't know hilarious. Vigilante, he's the guy in the back with the chainsaw. <laughs> he's he's hilarious. And unlike other iterations of Vigilante that I've seen before, I, I wouldn't say this is my favorite HBO Max like DC show, but it's very, very good. I think Doom Patrol Season 1 is the best that we've seen so far. But Doom Patrol Season 1 is just so weird, and it's unlike anything I've seen before, right? Like, that's what makes that show awesome. But dude, John Cena is in like rare form in this show. It's like the character he was born to play almost. You know what I mean? Like when I see John Cena on screen, I'm like, this guy should not be acting in movies at all. <laughs> right? Then you see him as Peacemaker and you're like, oh, well, if he does this for the rest of his life, he's set. I just don't want to see him do anything else. <laughs> so for those asking, Chris Conrad was the original person cast to play Vigilante. And then they replaced him partway through filming with Freddie Strama, who's now playing the character. Stargirl was pretty good. Sticks, you're right. Yeah, dude, this show this show is really funny. You know, we got some more Eagly in this episode. Let me put that spoiler tag up. If you're if you're listening, we're going to be spoiling episode. Four. It's funny. It's violent. It's um, original. It's um, I mean, it, it, it's adult. Like right, so it's it's a bit more adult than Doom Patrol and Titans, and you know there's nudity in the show for one. There's no none of that in Doom Patrol or or Titans, and James Gunn just has a seriously warped mind, and you can see his fingerprints in all of this, you know. Oh yeah, like yeah. very much. And this is the first episode not directed by him, but it still has that James Gunn DNA. Like it still oh yeah, I'm feels sure he like was involved in every episode. You know, yeah. he wrote them all though. It says written by James Gunn. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably why, again, it feels like James Gunn. Yeah, dude, the, all the characters are, like you said, they're perfectly cast. They're hilarious. Vigilante just came out of nowhere. And I'm like, wait, this character is ludicrous. I want to you know? see a show just with him. Well, no, I, th- I think I think he's great as a supporting character. I want to see a show of him going around just fighting crime, dude. That street level hero. Dude, I think he's hilarious. He is hilarious. I agree. And the fact that they had somebody else playing him is mind-boggling to me. Like, he, this guy's perfect. 
in every way. He comes on the screen and he doesn't even say anything, and I'm laughing. This entire <laughs> episode, this entire uh, the fourth episode, the entire episode, he's the whole time complaining about his t- pinky toe, saying he'll never walk right again. His pinky toe <laughs> didn't even get cut off. It got. It didn't even get cut off. He's like, the pinky toe is your most important one. I was laughing my ass off, dude. They have a whole conversation about. Um, well, if it walks like a, he says, well, if it walks like a duck, right? Because his dad's racist, and so Vigilante is saying that John's uh, Peacemaker is also racist. And he goes, well, if it walks like a duck, and they have a five minute conversation about how dumb of a phrase that is. John's uh, Peacemaker doesn't get it. I was, was laughing my funny. ass off. That was a funny, but funny. Moment. It's just so good. And then I just, I just love everything. Or when he about decides it, to get himself arrested, and he just. He's like dragging that that garbage can across the lawn. Like, what is he doing? What what is this guy about to do? And then he throws the trash can into the freaking prison. What's up, Matt? What's up, fellas? The newest daddy in the group. Yes, sir. What's up, man? Is that is the baby sleeping? Uh, she's sleeping in Aaron's arms in the living room right now. Yeah. I was gonna say if she's awake, you should should uh, show her show her off. She's beautiful. Next week. week. Yeah, you you showed some. uh, you showed some uh was it Aaron, I think, shared some pictures on Facebook and she's she's beautiful, man. And there's something about C section babies that are just like <laughs> like all my kids were all born naturally and they all come out with like squished heads and like swollen and stuff. C section babies just come out like so like magazine, dude, like just perfect. <laughs> you know? She's pretty special. And you named her Logan. Yep. So there's some nerd background to that, right? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> awesome dude i'm That's so awesome. happy for you She's gorgeous. hey how do you feel about this show oh dude i love peacemaker i have watched i watched the first three episodes in the hospital mm-hmm. the night on your that phone that born. sucks yeah. <laughs> yeah the night logan was born um and i just watch I've, I've probably watched all four episodes now at least three times a piece yep me too <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's it's probably one of the best uh, one of the best superhero shows on TV, if not the best superhero show on TV. I was telling Max a superhero this. show, even like comedy or in, in, oh, dude, it's, yeah, it's just so well done. Um, everything about the show is just so funny. Like the John Cena just running down hallways with his big muscular muscular ass and jumping out of windows and stuff and it's amazing that like like look at this man he is so big it's amazing him running down the hallway his thighs don't like start a fire like yeah. you know what i mean like <laughs> well he does kind of run awkwardly like he's got a load in his pants and he kind of just, like bumbles down the hallway like in the last episode when he's going to to fight judo master and he jumps out the window he's just so He's just so awkward and bulky, and he's just—it's just so funny. The superhero man. landing. He's on a bed full when he landed like. On yeah. Oh, dude! Every I was just telling Matt we went and saw Spider Man today, and I was just telling Max even in Peacemaker, like every time somebody lands like that in my head, I go, "He's such a poser." Yeah. <laughs> and I said it out loud, and Anna looks at me like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" <laughs> like she didn't get it. It's either like, superhero landing, superhero landing, or such a poser. Yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, Peacemaker is a better, or not Peacemaker, but Vigilante is a better version of Deadpool. I, he's close. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's a much better version of Deadpool. He's what Deadpool is supposed to be. Yeah, that, I could see that, that that quip, but also very ultra violent. Yeah, I could see that. Like, um, Deadpool is kind of uh, tame 
I mean, it's still rated R, and there's still like that raunchiness yeah. there. But Deadpool is tamed compared to the comics and the video game and like everything else I've ever seen with Deadpool. Well, not I just agree that, with that. Deadpool was never when he first debuted. He was never that chimichanga loving, like the character you know now. He evolved into that, but he was more yeah. of a uh, quippy, uh, quippy, but very ruthless too. So. I would argue the same thing with Spider-Man. Like, I mean, Spider-Man used to be way more quippy, and in the in these shows, yeah. he's not so much. Yeah, Andrew Garfield did that better. The quippiness, you know. Oh, dude! Just the first, the first episode of the show had me in tears. Oh, dude! You're gonna get dude. salad on your helmet. You want to so, you know, dress and getting off like, contest right now, <laughs> dude? Uh, dude yeah. So in this episode, he finally. Catch, he catches a butterfly, right? And when he's blowing pot smoke into the <laughs> into the jar with the butterfly, I was laughing my ass off, dude. Because when I used to smoke weed, that's I mean, we would hotbox a dog and like. <laughs> All I know is that after the first episode, if you're not screaming freedom after you're banging out your lady, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Like, that's like a must now. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, man. it's. It's awesome, dude. Uh, well, one thing I could say that I notice every time, John Cena is not good acting with CGI stuff. Like, doesn't it seem unnatural when he goes up to Eagly every time? Like, you can tell. So. I haven't noticed that, no. Okay, when you watch it, just watch how he acts with Eagly. Like, they could improve that a little a better. You can tell that Eagly's not there. That's the... That's, that's the one thing I, I'm trying to find something negative to say about the show. Just give me this, but <laughs> that's the one thing I could say. Intro of, of the show too. That's the hilarious. best intro on television. The joke I've dan- ever seen. dance montage at the front. Like I, I won't. Most things I skip. I won't skip the intro of this. I just think it's so funny. And when he picks Judo Master up at the end of the intro, that little kid looks so awkward. And John Cena's big body. It's just like man. Dude, I agree. <laughs> when 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 I turn the show on. And started watching it. I immediately was like, "Okay, this is hilarious. This is great." And then that intro song comes on, and I'm just like, "Okay, I'm sold. This is yeah. so much better than I already thought it was going to be." It's almost it, like it, you need that intro to set your palette for the rest of the show. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's well, it's like telling that you, don't take this necessary. seriously. It's not a serious show. Like, it's it's going to be a comedy full of violence. Like that's Dude. what it is. Episode three with Juno Master is the best. What you got there? Flaming Hot Cheetos? Yeah. It starts flicking them You want some? Yeah, can I have some? He starts flicking them. Yeah. Ah, ah, man. What are they putting Flaming Hot Cheetos? Dude, <laughs> I got to say, too, the soundtrack, and James Gunn is known for this. The soundtrack in this show is awesome. I, after every episode, I go download the songs on Apple Music. They're on Apple Music. And uh, they do a, a 80s rock cover of Pumped Up Kicks. Yep that I've listened to probably a hundred times already. <laughs> like, I don't even like that song, but I like the cover. The cover is awesome. But just, children. if you're not watching this show, like what the hell's wrong with you? Like this show. I've put it on a couple so times good. when Aaron's been feeding uh, in the living room when she's feeding Logan and she hasn't really gotten into it. I would love for her to just sit down and watch it. Cause it's, I think she'd get a, get a uh, kick out oh, of it. It's just so funny. I tried to get my wife to watch it and she goes, no, 
This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. No way. <laughs> so maybe it's guy humor. I don't know. But she was not impressed. No. Yeah, not, everything about this show is like screams don't watch with your wife. <laughs> Kelsey Kelsey would hate this. But that's not every woman. But my wife definitely is not, not into this. You kind choked. Of I didn't choke. You didn't want a goddamn dove a piece on your sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, or, or when at the end of the episode he's fighting freaking Judo Master and then uh, the Waller girl comes up and shoots him in the chest. He's like, I was going to win that fight. Yeah, That was my rematch. <laughs> he's all pissed off because he's like, that was my rematch. At a bio. What, what was he going to say? What was he going to say about the butterflies? Yeah. It's a, John Cena, I mean, I think John Cena has awesome acting chops when it comes to comedy. I agree. Like he's he's very funny in a lot of the comedies he's in. That's true. Blockers um, is pretty good. He's yeah, good in or, Blockers. Or he was in good Bumblebee. In, uh, he was funny in Bumblebee too. Like, yeah, and he's. Uh, I mean, he's even good in. Um, I can't think of the name of it right now. The uh, Amy Poehler train wreck. No, no, well, he's good in that movie too. That's not. Um, that's not the movie. They Amy Poehler and um, what's her face from Saturday Night Live who plays uh, Tina Fey. Yes, where they're sisters and they're... Oh, baby mama. No. No, 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 where they're moving out of the house and so they throw the big house party and he plays a drug dealer in it. Sisters, thank you, Patrick, yes. The one where they're sisters and you couldn't remember Yeah, I I wasn't sure that sisters was the name of the movie, but it's still a drug dealer in it. He's even pretty funny in that. All I know is that he was god-awful in... Fast and the Furious. <laughs> he was bad in Fast and the Furious, I agree. But he's good in comedy. Yeah. He's really Dreadful. good as, com- as a comedian. I want to see is. him do this just once in Peacemaker. Just once. Just pull that out. Oh, the, the hand in front of his face. You can't thing? see me. Yeah. Like he the... talks he talks about doing that on the Graham Norton show, and it's pretty funny. Dude, it's so funny with when they unmask Vigilante and he's making all the different faces. He's like <laughs> They don't. They can't ID me if they don't know my face. Like, they can't. Just, they can't ID me in a in a lineup. Or oh, or when so he's good. out of costume and he's talking to, I forget her name, but the Waller's daughter. She's like, "Oh, you're vigilante," and no, I'm not. At a bio, I just sound yeah. like him. I At just sound like vigilante. I mean, it must mean that vigilante's a man, but I'm not vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, that part's so good when she talks him into going to get himself put in jail. He just walks up in front of all of these like prison guards and they're eating lunch. They're not even paying attention. He just it's like, why do you struggles, put this thing? Struggles with the, the trash can and then throws it at the window. And he's like, and then he's just like, watch, watch my foot. Watch my foot. <laughs> Sustained an injury. Like, it's so, dude, so, it's, it's just such a good show. Question. So in this episode, we see the white dragon suit. Do you guys think we're going to get Robert Patrick in that suit at some point in the show? I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. That man needs to go down. He needs to go down. But that's that's the thing with him. Uh, There are very, I mean, there are racists out there, but there are very few people who are not like there are very few people who are going to like that character. Like he is very, very hateable. He's purpose. blatant racist. Like yeah, I, I would say, awful. at least most races are kind of like try to remain somewhat incognito. This guy is just like blatantly racist, blatantly sexist. He's just a terrible, terrible human being. That's what I'm saying. Like when everyone those is, cops, when those cops, rooting op- for him to go down. 
Oh yeah, when those cops come to his doorway and the stuff he says to the to the woman, I'm just I was shocked. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, and that probably really happens. <laughs> We're just so naive. There are that... people that exist like that. It's yeah. terrible. Yep. All I know is that I, I enjoy this show and watching this show much more than I do uh, Bat the Tank Blues. The what? Oh, Bat the Tank Blues. Bat the Tank Blues. Book of Boba Fett. Book, That's book, what he's book. Oh. <laughs> yeah that's a great way to refer to it i was like what show is that yeah no that's Fuck. that's good i think this show might be better than the boys and the boys kind of is that raunchy funny i think it's know, like violent in a, in a different way because it's got the comedy aspect on it it doesn't take itself too seriously well the yeah, boys, the boys is, is pretty is dang funny, funny but, but it, yeah but it's not only funny the boys is funny it, it's more it's more to me like a dry funny but the yeah. comedy is really where they they're ultra violence and like how they kill people is where you get the the comedy in the boys so it's to where peacemaker it's more just like blatant how this yeah blatant and how just awkward this dude is and like how he just doesn't get it mm-hmm. and he doesn't like he's he's willing to kill for peace but he just doesn't get the way the world works I like that it's kind of uh, softening him a, l- a little bit too. We see some of his emotion come out in this episode where he's he starts thinking about uh, murdering Rick Flag, and then um, there's a scene, a flashback scene with it with his brother, uh, and he just kind of breaks down emotionally, and he, and you can see, and then the fact that he doesn't want to kill kids, you know, because yeah. in episode three he's tasked with with killing those two kids that are suspected butterflies, and. Uh, I like that it's showing a little bit more that he's not this just big, dumb, idiot killing machine. You know? It's adding a layer to him that we didn't really get yeah, in, in the, the movie. Yeah, in the movie, he's like... He's, he's a big, a dumb, villain. idiot killing machine. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's, and he's kind of a... He's a villain at the end of the day. Yeah. And uh, in this, he's not. And, I mean, bla- he flat out says, I don't care how many women and children I have to kill like for peace, right? Yeah, he says that. Like he flat out says that, and then we see it in the third episode. He's like, "Oh, he doesn't really want to kill children at all, right?" Yeah. So. Well, I wonder how much of this he does, how much that he does for the acceptance of his father. Like you can tell, like a lot of the stuff he does, he tries to do to get his father's acceptance, and he's not getting it. At no matter what turn, like. They're talking about the helmets. He's like, I made these before you got arrested. When they locked you up, I didn't give you a second thought. Like, and just like that whole conversation he has with Vigilante about dads. And he's like, Well, I love my dad, you know. And he says, That's about the only thing we see eye to eye on is we don't like villains, you know. Yeah. (laughs) So I think there's a lot of that and what he does trying to get his father's approval. But man, one of the when he's getting in that argument with his neighbor, with his dad's neighbor in this one about batman and i was just like that's so good he's he's so right how many with batman how many bodies are on batman's soul because he constantly just puts these dudes in jail to break out and kill more joker yeah exactly every time we see the joker he kills hundreds of people and it made me look at batman differently like man we put batman on a pedestal as like the ultimate superhero like he's the ultimate like does things with you know, his greatest superpower is his detective skills and his money. But at the end of the day, he's he's a shitty superhero. Yeah. 
He really is because well, Superman too. I mean, Superman doesn't kill. Yeah, you know? just to break out and just murder mass amounts of more people. Like, it's I it's mean, so good to with, with the way they reference other DC heroes. Superman has the one up. The Superman has the one up because on Batman because I mean at least he's throwing the majority of these villains in like the Phantom Zone, right? Yeah, where they can't really break out as much as Arkham Asylum. But you're absolutely right. I mean, Batman has a kill count that's probably higher than any other superhero in the in DC. Yeah, like just you know secondhand kill count. It's absolutely right. Because by the way, lovers quarrel with Joker and he just can't put him down. Speaking of uh, killing Joker, I watched Injustice yesterday, the animated. I'm sorry. That shit sucks. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, that was bad. Thought you guys yeah. might enjoy this meme that's on the screen. Uh, you guys should come if you're if you're listening only. Check out the the YouTube. But this meme's hilarious. It's uh, it's from the Suicide Squad when they're talking about how, well, basically it's just like no one will watch your spinoff unless my spinoff is dope as f. Like, yeah, that's true. That's Max true. is editing himself. Yeah, I am editing myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll post the womp, meme that womp, I. Womp. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Doesn't hold the same weight if you dope as ass. Then you then you do it. No, you dope already did it. Right. And it is already passed. I want Idris Elba to make a cameo in this show at some That'd point. Be cool. Them have a rematch, and dude, that'd be hilarious. Last episode, they have a rematch, and Idris Elba shoots him again. <laughs> Just recreate it. And then, and then next season, he's getting out of the hospital again. Perfect. The one thing I like about the show, too, is it's keeping me guessing. Like, I don't know where it's going because I was like, all right, I knew that, that. I was like, all right, yeah, I've watched this. The, the dude in charge, he's going to be a butterfly. I saw that coming. But then, like, it's the part that got me is when Judo Masters, like, you don't understand what butterflies are. And then at about yeah. shoots him. So it's like, what? What is it? Where is this going? Like, I, I'm still kind of stumped on where everything's going with it. Yeah, it. I almost wonder if there's like two, because like we kind of, we kind of get the fact that the butterflies are aliens, right? Because he has that little spaceship, and I'm yeah. assuming that that's for butterflies. I wonder if there's like two factions of butterflies, because Mern is Mern his name, the the something boss like, guy, something like something that. Like yeah. that. He is so adamant about getting butterflies and killing them. But then you find out at the end of this episode that he himself is a butterfly. And then you have Judo Master that says you don't understand butterflies. It's almost as if there's a butterfly war going on. It's moths versus versus butterflies. <laughs> I mean, that just that. It's, it's the... War um, and we're stuck in the middle of it. What's the uh, Decepticons and... Uh, Autobots? Autobots, same story. Mm-hmm. Come to Earth, and they're hiding as people instead of vehicles, and there's a there's a robot war going on. I don't know. There's a lot of questions I have, and I'm excited for the next episode. This is probably the one show, like, because Boba Fett is like an afterthought for me now, but Peacemaker is like the show I wake up in the morning before I start my day at work, and I immediately turn on. Like, I have to watch it. Um. I can't, no, it's the can't one wait. I, I honestly hate that it's released episodically every week because I'm like, I, I want need it more. now. So I watch, <laughs> I 
It's the only reason I've rewatched the episode so many times because I want more. I'm like I can't I've seen each one so about three times them. each, and my wife is annoyed. I've watched each <laughs> one about three times. She could probably tell you what the show's about because I watched it so many times. <laughs> I just love it. I love every second of it, and John Cena is just fantastic, and he needs to stick purely to comedy. Like that's his wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, if you're not watching it, go watch it. It's good. It's a great show. When he when he refers to himself as a chode. Yeah. <laughs> but in a good way. Yeah, he's a good chode. Harcourt may be one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Your tits look amazing in that shirt. <laughs> and I mean and that I in mean a that. non-offensive way. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean that in a sexist way. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she is very pretty. It's true. Yeah. So good. There you go, Aaron. If you're still listening, we said that the woman looks good. <laughs> is that the only thing we said about any of the girls in the show? <laughs> is one of them's hot? <laughs> no, we've been talking about forget Waller's kid's name. Abadio. Abadio. Yeah, we Can talked you... about her a lot. How is your mom named Amanda and you're named Abadio? <laughs> Can you bring me also? A... Can you bring me a salad and a side of garlic zoodles? <laughs> or when he call he calls that uh, the waitress, he's like, "Hey, sugar, sugar tits. tits." Yeah, he's like, "I meant that as a compliment." Yeah. <laughs> Those are not sugar tits. She has sugar tits. You dyed beard. He even has sugar tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And I think that, uh, like, I think that Edabio sees him. She sees that he's misunderstood and that yeah he's been. He's torn in this world of believing what what his father has taught him and things that people have taught him versus what he's discovering the world to be. And well, and I think you see Harcourt softening to him too. By bit, the end yeah. of this episode, you see her softening to him and starting to understand him a little bit. The one dude, Diebeard in the back. What's his name? In in um, what's his last? What does he call himself? In constant. I don't know what it is. Diebeard, the big guy in the back. John, I thought his name was. No, but he he's he calls himself something. It's his last name. Um calls himself uh shit, man. Oh, Economos. Econ Economos. That's what he is always referring to himself as Economos. Um, but he, he's the one guy that's like, fuck this guy. Right. Like you, you don't see him softening. Like he thinks almost that peacemaker is a joke and I don't see that changing. Um, I forget where I was going with my thought. I got so hung up on his name that I forgot where I was going. (laughs) Whatever. Move on. I don't know. You guys got anything else? No, I'm, I'm good. They're yeah, not I just the most think competent like, team ever, though. If you're not watching Peacemaker on HBO Max, you definitely need to because it is is definitely worth it. We need more eagerly. Yes, more eagerly. I want to see him fly down eagly. and claw somebody's eyes out. Eagerly doesn't like butterflies. We know that. Yeah, I yep. want to see some. I want to see some eagerly action. Like he'll, I want to see him kill somebody. He'll bring you a dead possum. Yep. <laughs> That's so funny too. Is Eagly outside? I don't know. We're not looking for your pet eagle. 
Just roll down the window and whistle and crinkle a bag. I'll think you'll have chips. Cr- I'll come right to you. <laughs> yeah. Why are you feeding your eagle chips? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so good. Are you crying? So no, I'm exercising my face. <laughs> it's face exercises. Yeah. You gotta teach me that. <laughs> I think the best part though is is Vigilante just complaining about his toe. The entire yeah. episode. Like it never changes. But we got to see some action with him, like heart like he takes out the those guys in the prison like easily. Easily. And and for a while you thought, no, oh, this guy is like a, a a guy with a gun. He's like not that hand to hand combat. No. He kicks some ass in this episode. Like he yeah. takes those guys down no problem. To the point where when he was walking up to um Augie, who's Peacemaker's father, I, I thought, oh, this guy's gonna get his ass kicked, right? Like I didn't like it hadn't told me I mean, because Judo Master, he didn't even stand a chance. At least Peacemaker kinda holds his own a little bit. But then he just whips out he he's trained, dude. Like I'm excited to see more of him. Well, it's hard to stand a chance when you say fuck this and try to run away and still get chance. <laughs> but dude, a guy that knows how to fight like he did in the prison, like it, and we just saw him in the last episode like running away from somebody, like you, you the, the the it doesn't connect, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't seem like the same guy, but he can definitely hold his own. My butt dance. My butt dance. Look at my little butt dance. <laughs> <laughs> I might go watch these again tonight after we do the show. <laughs> That's my friend Richie's brother. He's got he's got mental problems. <laughs> it is oh, so, so good. good. Hey, speaking of the boys, when does that come out? Did a, did a did a release date uh, get announced? June. Yeah, they, June, June yeah. something. Yep, yeah. June third maybe. And when does Invincible come out again? They haven't even oh, started yeah, production on season two of Invincible yet. Oh. I don't think they will because I think they're going to start doing the live action stuff. So I think they're going to wait until after that to start production on season two. Oh, that that blows. But that blows. Well, what's next, Max? That was it, man. That's that's the end of the show. That's the end. We reached the end. We're only an hour 25 in. (laughs) Yeah, man. That's crazy. Less, Less news stories. I feel like there's a lot of news this week. Hey, uh, I have a question. I, w- I was so like I said, Max and I saw Spider Man again, and there was a couple. Like every time I watch it, there's something new I noticed, right? And Matt, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. So when we first see uh, the Daily Planet or the yeah, not Daily Planet, Daily, Daily Bugle, Bugle. <laughs> yeah, Daily Planet, Superman. I know the difference. The Daily Bugle. He's like doing the show like in his apartment, right? And then later we see him like he's got like a big fancy studio, obviously from the success of unmasking Spider-Man, right? So his show's successful. Then Doctor Strange does the does the uh, the spell, and then we see Daily Bugle again, still with this expensive studio. So it didn't really wipe away all the the. You know the causes, like uh, the you know the after effects of unmasking Spider-Man. So, is it like why would he then like lose his suit and stuff and like, like I I have questions about that. Like I don't I'm not understanding. Like, wouldn't he be back in his apartment doing his show? Mm, 
Not necessarily, because it didn't change the events that happened. It didn't change... All, all it changed was that the world forgot who Peter Parker was. So essentially, the way I'm understanding it is all those events still took place. Mm-hmm. Just the world doesn't remember who Peter Parker is. All they essentially stopped was the villains from other dimensions crossing over into this one. So if Daily Bugle becoming a direct success because they unveiled Sp- Spider-Man, wouldn't that be so, then undone because that's directly connected? Because we now know that that Peter Parker didn't get his diploma, right? Because yeah, he's it, studying it for a GD. Of, he lost his suits. Well, he didn't graduate. Well, that all goes to back to not graduating high school because he was disenrolled because nobody knew who Peter Parker was. Because he never officially graduated before all this even started. They were just filling out college applications so you see it like progress so just like any internet show does except for this one i guess progresses where he starts <laughs> in the bedroom and then it it grows into like he gets fame and then he gets a team behind him in a real studio and, and all that so it, it's just like he's essentially got the same desk it's his green screen behind him you know in a, in a shitty apartment to where later on as he gets more acclaim and fame for covering all this he gets that that studio team behind him. So it's kind of the same. I guess it's kind of the same. Like you would think that he still gets that success for covering the events of what's going on and the whole Spider-Man thing, but everyone just forgets who Peter Parker even is. But wouldn't he, wouldn't so they don't forget Spider-Man. They forget Peter Parker. So wouldn't Peter still have the suits that Tony gave him? He does. Yeah. No, he doesn't, because he had to make himself a brand new suit. I don't think he had to. He decided he had to. I think he did. He just did. Oh, see, the the way it led me to think was that he no longer has a suit. I, mean, I don't he, know why he would lose his suit. The way it, the best way it's been explained to me now is think of this as a trilogy. You think of this as a trilogy. So this was Spider-Man in high school, and now we're stepping out to Peter Parker as an adult. He's He's stepping into adulthood. So it's getting to the more where he makes his own costume and, and things like that. And that's what I we never picked up on in our review is that one of my favorite scenes in this entire movie is the very end brief scene. And I wish we could see more of it of when you see his classic suit, the red and blue in the uh, sewing machine and he's web slinging through the city in that classic red and blue suit. Yeah. So it's kind of just like he's, he's ditching the Tony Stark stuff and stuff. And he's now adventuring out on his own. He's, he's, going from childhood to adulthood he's dropping the tech and he's he's moving on so he's becoming truly a friendly neighborhood spider-man well and you also got to think of it too so if the world i don't know how much it changes events to see that's why this movie has a lot of plot holes in it a lot of plot holes if you sit back and analyze it the way you are you got we kind of did and you kind of are right now it's a lot of plot holes in it so it's like okay well did it go so far back that Tony never gave him these suits? That, you know, he, he never knew Peter who Peter Parker was, so he never got the Iron Spider suit? So he never got all that? And uh, the only suit he was yeah, with was the home. Well, the he flat out says, suit? like, he can't change the past, right? Because right. he no longer has a time stone. And we see halfway through the movie, like, he goes to the high school and they built this whole sh- this whole shrine to him, right? If he can't change the past, wouldn't that shrine still be there? 
Like that's what I have questions. Like, did he wipe everybody's memory or did he change the past? He no, he just memories. wiped everyone's memory of. Who so wouldn't changed. the evidence still exist? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So it just like doesn't. It, it, it's super. It confuses flawed. the hell out of me. It's super flawed ending. <laughs> yeah. People the one thing I would have that they would. It, they, yeah. it would have made more sense for the wish to be that I want everyone to forget that Peter Parker is Spider Man. That's it. And. You essentially get the one more day wish. You essentially get all the wishes, and it's it's donezo. But to the the flaw in it was the let I want the world to forget Peter Parker. See what he should have said was I want the world to think that Flash Thompson is Peter Parker, and then put that whole shitstorm down on Flash. Because <laughs> Flash is a douchebag in this movie. He's a douchebag that doesn't deserve to have his existence wiped. Yes. Yes, he's a douche. For three movies, he's a douche. Well, Flash you know, Thompson was always a douche to Peter Parker. Name some. Yeah, I know that. But name somebody in this century that's nicknaming people Penis Parker. Kyle Stinson. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I'm watching it I, again I tomorrow because my sister hasn't seen it yet. And Max really wanted to go to the movies today, and there there was nothing else to see. Jesus, dude, calm down. I, I really wasn't planning on seeing it four times, but Max. I needed. sat through it twice, and I'm like, I'm good until it comes out on digital or Blu-ray. But I'm still having fun, like Anna, like because this time Max and I were able to go see it, and we were able to talk through the whole movie, like talk stuff through because we'd both seen it before. I'm like, oh, dude, yeah, I we didn't notice that. Only ones on our row. Yeah, so like I didn't I didn't realize like when he says he's going to fix the mess that he made, you know, when Electro he pulled all those power supplies off and all the towers are covered in spider webs, like that's his that's how he fixed it. Like there yeah. were certain things like just subtle little things that I didn't notice and I'm sure tomorrow there's going to be more things. I didn't notice that that his studio changed, that he was in his apartment, then he had a full studio and you yeah. know what I mean? Like I didn't notice things like that because I was so uh, I guess the words wonderstruck by what was happening. You know what I mean? That I'm, I'm sure there's going to be more things that I notice. I took that as like the, the visual progression of his popularity from breaking the news. and Yeah, his... see, and that's what I was saying. Like, he got popularity from breaking the news of Spider-Man. But now that everybody's forgotten, like, would he still have? Well, yeah, because it, he didn't change the events of what happened. He just changed that everybody forget who spider-man was everybody forgets who peter parker is so that leads me to believe that all the evidence is out that's out there still exists yeah the shrine in the high school the video that mysterio made like it all still exists Mm -hmm. the shrine might be there but not with peter's picture yeah because but he can't change time he's not changing time he's a race he's essentially erasing erasing peter parker He's erasing people's memories of who Peter right. Parker is. Yes. But how does he but he's not erasing a picture? Like that's yeah. what I that's what I'm yes. like. Yes. Yeah, essentially he is. He's, he's erasing pictures where Peter videos, Parker never existed. Any videos of Peter Parker would be wiped. Any yeah. pictures of Peter would be wiped. Yes, that is what that means. So but I, that's, I I take it like, and you're gonna laugh at me for the Harry Potter reference, but I take it like when Hermione does obliviate to her parents. 
in the seventh Harry Potter book and they showed in the movie too. She does it. And then all of the pictures of her with her parents, she disappears from those pictures. Like that's how I took it. It's the same idea, a magic spell that just erases him from everything. Obviously okay. he's still alive, but no one remembers him. So it's then how does he rent an apartment? He, was, he had to have come up with a fake ID. That's what I assume. Because he's trying to get a G, GED under a fake ID too. Does it does it show you a fake ID? No, I'm just assuming. Do you think uh, his fake ID is uh, uh, Ben? Uh, no, ben Parker. Ben Riley. Ben Riley. Thanks. His, his clone? No. That'd be pretty funny if they never plan on bringing Ben Riley in. Maybe we find I out next. Maybe that's his, that's his alternate identity. I don't think he's getting under an alias. I still think he's going under Peter Parker. I just think that nobody knows him now. He's he's got nobody. But he would lose his social. Like if he's losing pictures of himself, he would lose his social. He would lose driver's licenses. He would lose any sort of identification. I mean, not so, even Happy knows who he is. You know what I mean? How do they how do they word it? They say everyone will forget Peter Parker. I don't. Yeah. So in turn, not, the government is, the government would forget him too. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. So it's like, would his social security card be completely wiped away from existence? Or would he still have it and just like need to re-register himself with the government? Or... I said it doesn't. It's it doesn't flawed. matter. It doesn't though. make sense. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's just. I hope there's a lot of explanations in the next movie. We'll yeah. I'll, I think all the all it like it did like I said before is it it got this character to a point where Sony can say, "All right, do we want to continue this Marvel relationship? Yes, cool. We're gonna go in this direction. No, we want to take it in our own direction. Sweet, we're gonna go this way." Yeah. yeah, this movie this movie enables you to like kind of whichever way that relationship goes, you the the movie is a stopping point to where you can completely wipe Spider-Man from Marvel or continue to go. But I think the continuing to go with the Avengers and all that stuff is is harder, you know, to, by what they did in this movie. And all I really know is that this movie clearly gave Andrew Garfield some time to reflect on his portrayal of Spider-Man and reflect on the way he did things. And if after this movie, we don't get an amazing Spider-Man three with him, it's a goddamn travesty. If they don't I give don't him think... that one opportunity, that one last chance to play the character, it's a, it's a, it's a damn shame. But I don't, I don't think that he was ever the issue. I think he was. I don't think it was him. Was. No, I don't. No, I don't I agree don't. with that. I think I it was direction, was writing, and villains. No, I think I think he has a better understanding. He clearly has a better understanding of the character now than he did when he was playing it. Well, the article I read was that it may not be an Amazing Spider-Man two, and it may be him in the Venom universe. Well, no. So there, I've seen that the Venom universe is set in the Amazing Spider-Man universe. Yes, I think that'd be cool. So, I'm like, okay with it. Morbius, the Morbius. So, the poster we're seeing in Morbius is a fake. It's not Toby. It's not Tom Holland. It's actually Andrew, Andrew. Garfield, Spider-Man. And the the you know Tom Hardy's Venom is set in that same universe. Which and I still don't know if I want to see Tom Hardy's Venom with Spider-Man because it just won't make sense to me now. And they could just kind I of think they can make it work. Different universe, so it can work the way, however it needs to work. They now. need to make it to where, like, the Venom symbiote's like making him crazy, and he starts going bad. Like, uh, 
I don't know. I just well, the, don't the see Venom a world where... never made him crazy. The reason, the only reason the Venom symbiote was evil is because they had it was rejected by Peter Parker, and because his main, the Venom symbiote's main goal is to always get back to Peter. He wants that power. He like he feeds on the power of that Peter has, so he always wants. No, that. I know so that. And the fact that he's rejected by him gives him that hatred. And then Eddie Brock, it's their shared hatred for Peter Parker is what drives Venom to become Venom. Yeah, so there needs to be something that happens that makes Eddie hate Spider-Man. Like, we already know how they can, you know, the symbiote jumps from Eddie to to Andrew Garfield, and then Andrew Garfield rejects it. Like, we know how that part can happen, right? But what but in the movies, makes it even Eddie to, hate In the movies, Spider-Man? it doesn't even have to do that because he connects Eddie to the hive mind, which is a, a collection of all the memories of every symbiote ever, and... So it could be that the hive mind is multidimensional, and because the hive, because Venom's symbiote and Amazing Spider-Man, or not Amazing Spider-Man, because Venom's symbiote and Spider-Man Three, the one that attaches to Topher Grace, remembers that power and that feeling of Spider-Man. That's where you're getting where he says this guy at the end of Venom Two, yeah, which all that makes sense. He has that that recollection of what it's like to feel that power. Yeah, which all that all makes sense. But how do you make Eddie hate Spider Man? I I don't think you necessarily have to. But like, Eddie I mean, still has be... a lot of control over the symbiote, right? We've seen that. He won't let pe- him eat people. He won't let him you know what I mean? Like we've I already know, they're seen much, they're very much I just, odds. I think this venom just isn't for you, Lance. Yeah. And I it's just, okay. We yeah. can just you can get the MCU version that'll hopefully be to more, more to all of our likings. Yeah, I think I think that the multiverse thing that you were saying, Matt, is exactly true. And I think he's going to know that he left a piece of himself behind. And I think that he left a piece of himself behind deliberately to get to Spider-Man. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I don't know. I just... I'm... I'm Excite! I I, I want to see what they do because so far Venom has disappointed me twice, three times if you count Spider-Man three. And he's one of the best characters in the Marvel universe, and every cinematic version has disappointed me in some fashion. And I think that's where when Tom Holland says that he you know he doesn't know if he wants to play Spider-Man anymore, he's leaving that character behind. Yada yada yada. I think he's talking more of the way he portrays Peter Parker in the homecoming trilogy. And now we're going to see something completely different when they come back to the table for, for the next three movies that are grown up rumored slashed. I don't rumored slash soft confirmed. Yeah. Yeah, well, they've been be they've been confirmed by Amy and Kevin Feige, right? Amy Pascal. And yeah. At least one has been confirmed. Yeah. So, and it, it it confuses me how they say he's still got one more role or like a star, you know, not starring role, but supporting role in another Avengers movie coming up. So it's still kind of like makes me question how that's going to work. I wonder if it's Doctor Strange. It, it might be. It might. It kind of makes me think maybe all of this stuff is going to get undone in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Well, and see, that's what I was thinking, too, until I realized, you know, America Chavez is in this movie, right? Yeah. And isn't her whole power being able to open multiversal dimensions, uh, holes? Uh, I'm not real familiar with America Chavez. That's one character I've not 
well versed in. So I think I think I think that her power is she's able to like how Doctor Strange opens those portals, right? That she's able to do that from multiverse, which is what how all these characters start spilling in. But from the trailer, it looks like the multiverse is crumbling. Yeah. So I have a lot of questions about that too. But I mean, there's been rumors of John Krasinski, uh, Patrick Stewart, um, Michael Fassbender, uh, who's the other James McAvoy, Hugh Jackman, Tobey Maguire. Like, there's been rumors of so many people being in this movie. The only ones I know is Doctor Strange is in it, America Chavez, and Doctor Strange's girlfriend, and Wong, and those guys. There's it's just crazy how many rumors are floating around. And I was telling Max that I almost think that it's Marvel releasing all this fake stuff. Yeah, and I don't want to hear throw about us any off. of it. I don't want Well, hear I'm just saying I don't know I don't know what's real. I, probably none of it's real. I have no idea. You're going to be surprised regardless. I think, unless that's I think what there's I want. a lot of it that is I think that the Krasinski stuff is is 100% yeah, at this so. point, everything would surprise me. Like, I don't know whether one's real and one's not. Like, I think there's definitely some fake ones in there. Yeah. And they all not... have they all have their enough to support them to make it, like, legit. I mean, Sam Raimi's directing this movie, so Tobey Maguire could show up, right? And John Watts, is that who directed these three Spider-Man? John Watts? Yeah. He's directing Fantastic Four, so John Krasinski could show up. Or it could be somebody else, says Reed Richards. I have no idea. You know, there's so much that could happen. It's going to be Paul what are you looking at? So this is the Marvel database, like Wiki. That's really she, blurry, has, dude. I don't know um, if anybody can see that. I can it? see it. I can see it just fine. Yeah. So, so she has star portal there creation. Go, that's better. Miss America has the rare ability to smash open star-shaped portals that enabled her to traverse the multiverse. She can use them offensively as a spatial slicer, as well as access the Starling Highway. Yeah, she go. can travel between realities. She can time travel. So yeah, you're right. That is one of her abilities. And considering that they have her in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I bet that's one of her powers in the MCU. Because you know they don't always bring all of the characters. They can use her to go back in time and and change the Fix events. Peter. Yeah. I need you to fix my pita. <laughs> Penis. Did you guys talk about Moon Knight yet? Yeah, we, we did. did. We talked about it all. Looks like trash. What? Really? Yes. I think it looks awesome. No. I think it looks interesting. His but are you really like familiar garbage. with the character? Yeah, his costume looks like garbage. I, yeah, I, I, did, I did have gripes about his costume. I hope that's just like pre-production see like first look stuff then it's more refined when it actually comes on disney plus that character i'm worried too that you're not going to get the the violence and the fighting that like you need kind of like the daredevil feel for this character uh i'm a fear i'm afraid that's gonna not do transition well to disney plus and the costume just looks really bad well i was telling the whole cgi like, costume i was telling max that he's kind of marvel's version of batman right essentially yeah but he's schizophrenic yeah, they got multiple personalities, and then I, and then I was telling him too that like the com- like every time I've seen him in the comics or whatever, his suit's white, and then this is kind of like gray. Yeah, it's supposed to, it should be white. Yeah, but I don't know. I thought the trailer looked awesome, but I have no familiarity with this character, despite the things I just talked about. 
the multi uh, mul- uh, multiple personalities, the white suit, the um the aggression and the and the and the dark stuff, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Um yeah. We'll see. I'm gonna of course watch it, but I just think that first trailer has this kind of like expecting a little bit more. Expect a little bit more out of the costume. But well, didn't we also say when we saw the very first trailer for Hawkeye, none of us were really impressed with that either. I was on board with Hawkeye from the from the yeah, I, I was too. I I thought it looked uh, kind of tame until like the second or third trailer came out. I always I always thought that show looked cool. Yeah. I didn't get that same vibe. I just don't understand what's going on in Moon Knight. Like I'm interested in it, but I just I watched it and I'm like, I think I it's no going to be trippy. I think it's going to be trippy. Like judging by the trailer that's bouncing back and forth and he's essentially always awake, it seems like. Like whether he's sleeping, he's awake in some reality and like he doesn't even know his own name. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I think it's going to be a trippy show. Yeah. I don't know. Are we good? Yeah, man, let's let's do it. Let's do well, thank it. you, thank you, everybody, for joining the podcast tonight. It's been a fun time. Hey, you guys Thanks are welcome. Those. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're supposed to be off, so I'm I'm doing the outro. Unless you want to do it. I know, I know. I just jumped on, man. It's like you can jump on and see what the guys are doing. Aaron was feeding the baby, and I was like, we've just been. It's been like doctor's appointments and people coming and going, and yeah, yeah. sure. It's gonna be like yeah, that for no a couple weeks. Lack of sleep and it's been. She crying a lot. Not doing what did. You know, she honestly doesn't. She's not. She's actually a really good baby. Like <laughs> she, awesome. she cries when she's hungry. And the only other time she really cries is when she's getting changed. That's it. Like yeah. Even sometimes when she's getting changed, she's cool until you hit her butt with a wipe, and then she's like, "Oh, f this." That's and cold. Yeah, she she's <laughs> mad, but. She loves getting her hair washed. Oh, that's um, awesome. She loves baths. She's loves snuggles. Like she's just she's been an ultimately good kid. Last night was like our first real rough night where she just was so tired that she just did not want to go to sleep. So like yeah. we finally got her to sleep somewhat at a, at one and then by like two thirty she was up again. So I was up with her till four and Aaron and I switched switched off, but Last night You're was not working, real, right? Real rough night. No, I'm off for this week and next week. But last night was our first just real, real, real rough night. But otherwise, she's been pretty, pretty darn cute. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, well, thanks everybody for tuning in tonight. Thanks for those in the chat. We had Quantum Kyle. We had Patrick. We had. Kyle, Kyle, Kermit, Fry, Stick Boy, Sticks, quite a few Patrick. other people. Aaron, of course. Yep, I said Patrick. If if only you'd listen. Corbin uh, was in I, the I, chat. I block you out. Corbin, Corbin is. Yeah, Corbin showed up for a few minutes. Wow. Yeah, man. It was a, it was a, it was a where good chat. we had we had three or four Russians come in and try to post malicious links. So thank you for giving us some views. Appreciate that. Yeah, Corbin uh, said, "What's good, fam?" Eight oh one. He was in here. Yeah, man. But uh, thanks, everybody. And for the Absolute Geek Podcast, I am Max. I'm Lance. And I'm, uh, I'm I guess I'm Matt. I yeah, you're Matt. <laughs> I'm not.
all you freaks and geeks. Come all you freaks and geeks. Let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek. We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink and some for Cosby wine. <laughs> we'll Come drink on, some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs> See you next time <laughs> on the Absolute Geek.